You're listening to PTC Point of View, brought to you by Preferred Trust Company, the preferred custodian for all alternative investments. We're here to provide retirement savers like you with the tools you need to succeed. Need a confidence boost when it comes to investing outside of the stock market? Do you want the power to build a tax-sheltered nest egg that will last through your golden years? You've come to the right place. Turn up your speakers and turn off cruise control because we're taking you on the alternate route to investing with your IRA. Welcome back to another episode of PTC Point of View. We are so excited to be here today in the studio. Today joining us is Carrie Cook, CEO of Preferred Trust Company, and Victor Bell. Victor is the founder and CEO of Bell Capital. Bell Capital acquires and manages real estate properties with a focus on both near-term income generation and long-term value creation. Victor created Bell Capital to provide everyday investors access to institutional level real estate deals in great markets that are normally reserved for only larger investors. So a little bit about Victor Bell. He has transacted over $59 million in real estate transactions in seven different states. He's also known as one of Amazon's number one best-selling authors. He's a real estate trainer, a top speaker on leadership, real estate, entrepreneurship, marketing, and finance. Victor has been investing in multifamily real estate since the mid-1990s. So we are so excited to have him on the show today. Everyone, please, please welcome Carrie and Victor. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me a little bit about, let's start with the company. Sure. We're going we're gonna to start with the company and then we're going to go dive into the person. How cool. about that? That's perfect for me. All right. So tell me about Bell Capital. When did it start? What, what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing with the company? Where's the company going? Kind of give me an idea. Sure. So I set up Bell Capital a couple of years ago after uh, we left Hawaii. And I started looking at opportunities and stuff like that in San Diego County because, again, we sold our last apartment buildings and we packed everything. We moved there, moved my family there. Um, and after I started looking at a few deals, I started realizing the size of deals that were normal for me to look at in Hawaii. You know, they were everywhere in California, but I was like, I, I need to go a little bit bigger. It makes no sense to do what I had already done. You know, I'm a, I like to, I'm a growth <laughs> person. Like yeah. I like stretching my my my, my abilities. Mm-hmm. So. After talking to a few of my investors about some deals that I was like, hey, these are great deals. These are opportunities. I started realizing like they were like, yeah, you know, we need to get, you know, a little bit better returns. We need to go a little bit less. We need to get better pricing. I was like, you know, I don't think the pricing and the problems, the pricing or the properties are the problem anymore. I think I've just kind of timed out my investors. I think, you know, there's there's a time for re-education. There's an expansion in the market. Um, I want to go bigger. And I just saw the need for it. So I kind of was like, all right, well, first I need to learn how to build an organization. Mm-hmm. And then after I went on that kind of journey, I was like, next, I need to learn how, you know, really understand the capital side mm-hmm. of raising money, not just, you know, one-off investors or a couple of investors, but really understand what was happening. Cause I'm typically a consumer of capital mm-hmm. in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the shift. That's what really did it for me. Mm-hmm. And um, unlike other people, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I eat my own dog food. I kind of a hands-on guy. <laughs> so I was like, okay, how much does that cost? It was literally yeah. turned into how much does that cost? And people mm-hmm. were trying to, you know, hey, you can do it this way. You can set up the company like this. 
I was like, okay, you know what? Here's what I want. Mm -hmm. I found someone to model. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want what they have. And I want to work my way up to that, even if it takes 20, 30 years, because I'm, you know, I think long term. Yeah. And that's how I started. That's how I started Bell Capital. Okay. It, what is Bell Capital investing in? You set up a, yeah. a fund. Yes. I did. Yeah. And so you are looking for uh, cap the capital fundraising from investors. Mm -hmm. What is the... Um, the structure of the fund. What are you investing in? How long are you investing in it? Uh, what's the you know what's the time frame associated oh, with? Great with question. The great question. So right now we're focused on multifamily properties only. Okay. Um, eighty to one hundred and twenty units, but that that's kind of changed. It's kind of looking at a lot bigger properties now. Um, the time frame for the fund is it's a Reg A fund. I'm sorry, it's a Reg D fund. I want to. I've already fixed my head to go Reg A next, right? That's but okay. It's a, it's yeah. a it's a Reg growth. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's already there. Um, so it's a Reg D fund. So okay. it's accredited only. Okay. Um, it's a fifty million dollar fund. Okay. So that's the target. We've circled about seven or so. Okay. Um, and we're going to continue on with that path. Okay. So with this fund, we intend to get two properties um, with the size that we're looking at because we think a fifty million roughly. We're going to get about $150 million worth of asset in that fund, and then we're going to be setting up to fund two, which we've discussed. I want to move my way into a Reg A fund so I can actually have the non-accredited and accredited um, associated with that. So let's talk about these investments. Sure. Um, you're, you're talking about multifamily. Mm -hmm. um, are these existing structures, or are you ground up? Yes. No, I'm definitely not a builder guy. <laughs> I, I, uh, There's a lot of headache in that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I have some friends that are in the you know kind of small development stuff. When I say small, they're building like you know uh, fifty, hundred homes, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I, if I can just be, I just don't like to wait that long for my money. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. like I like cash flow. I don't want the headaches. You know, my investors don't like headaches. You know, uh, anybody I've worked with in the past, they're like I actually like nice deals. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not a heavy value add player. I'm more of a location guy. Okay. Um, so I guess in the in the the fund space it's more core plus mm -hmm. type stuff where it's mm -hmm. really nice very light value add we can raise rents and uh, refinance our our capital out pay my investors back and then we stay in the we stay in that asset for seven to ten years with the investors we don't we don't kick them out after that's how i've always done all my deals how do you find these deals brokers brokers, brokers. yeah the okay. type of deals that we're looking for they're brokers um i do a lot of snooping so I, I mean, naturally, especially in San Diego County, there's not a lot of transactions that are, you know, a hundred, you know, to 300 units. Yeah. So because of it, it's easy to kind of track the market, you know, and I have brokers who've like a, you know, co-star list, things like mm -hmm. that. Um, you know, on the timelines, especially that I understand how funds work now, you know, yeah. they have a timeline. It's like, yeah. you know, three years, five years, mm -hmm. 10 years, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, we just start looking who bought what, what, what are the assets, who controls? There's only five players in the market. So to be able to reach out to their acquisition disposition, you know, their CFO, like talk to them, hey, what do you have coming up? Is you know, if you got an offer, would you be interested? Do you have a broker you work with? Um, we work with this broker. We can definitely be interested in sending over something if that makes sense, or give us a time and we'll follow up. So it isn't that you know, I do get brokers to send us deals. So yeah. I, I underwrite a lot of deals. You know, between me and my team, we, sure. we you know, even since we've been here visiting, you know, we've taken a look at three three properties, you know, probably totaling about a thousand units, yeah. you know, just, just doing that and making broker mm -hmm. connections here. Mm -hmm. Even though we're not going to invest in this market currently, yeah. I want to get to know anybody who controls those. When companies. opportunity strikes, yeah, you've got to be ready. For sure. You've got to be ready for yeah. that. Now, as you're acquiring um, these multifamily properties, are the tenants already in place? Are you finding that the occupancy rates are low, high? How are, how are you purchasing? No, they're already occupied. Okay. But uh, the market occupancy for California is 97%. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's typically there. 
And all these properties are nicer, they're newer, they're in better locations. Because again, a lot of the stuff I'm looking at, you know, they're at their cash flow place. Mm-hmm. Um, not huge cash flow because, you know, the, the type of markets, you know, low cap rate markets. Mm-hmm. But I understand low cap rate markets because, you know, I was kind of born and bred in Hawaii, mm-hmm. which is a very similar market. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's tight, tight barriers to entries, low cap rates and very tight rental markets. And that's the game. Okay. So, yeah, so everything is already existing, fully occupied, typically with a waiting list. But we know that going in the door, that's 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 the purpose of it. When you acquire these properties, do you guys also own or manage um, on the property management side or is that outsourced? It's outsourced. Right now, we've kind of connected with uh, Graystar and you know, mm-hmm. companies like that for mm-hmm. the size of deals that we're looking at. And then some also some other local management companies as a part of our team. Okay. So we we don't we're not going to be property managers. We're true investors. Okay. Investor just execute and then our holding plan. the property for a period of yeah. time and then refinancing it out. Yeah, our fund is set up for seven to ten years, but okay. typically the goal is to be able to refinance after three to five years if we can stable if the property's matured Stabilize. by that time. Yeah. 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 Of course. Now, how do we, how do investors make money? So they they invest in this right. fund. What what does it look like for an investor? Um, the way that I did my fund was a little different. So we do an 80-20 split to investors. So 80, 80% to them, 20% to us. And initially when I set up the fund, I was doing what everyone else did, you know, because again, just seemed like the way to do it. And I watched a lot of people put a noose around the neck because I'm an investor first. I'm a real estate guy first. Mm-hmm. I'm a deal guy. And I watched a lot of my buddies that had partners that were under water with some investors because they had this preference. They had a you know, preferred turn. We get over yeah. the top. So I went back and amended our fund and I took away our preferred term because we're like, hey, the security that the, you know, the, the, the GP, the general partner mm-hmm. is promising, mm-hmm. they're going to be kind of caught in the snare here. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of deals went under. You know, we, we, we were talking about, you know, being a part of different market cycles and I was young, so I didn't understand what the market cycles were first. And then mm-hmm. second, I didn't understand why they existed. So when I understood the second piece, why they existed, I was like, it wasn't that they were bad properties. It was that people overpromised the banks, they overpromised their investors. There was no money left. So they started flipping keys back. So I was like, you know, I if this is a long play for me, which it is, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a long thinker. So I think mm-hmm. 20, 30, 50 years down the line, whether mm-hmm. I'm still here or not, um, I felt like our structure is equally yoked now. Because now I'm on the same side as my investors. Look, you're getting 80, you know, 80% of the first dollar made. We're taking 20. We're not doing this for the acquisition fee and the management fee anymore. Like we're now equally yoked. Mm-hmm. You know, the banks aren't promising, you know, seven, 10, 20. Well, they are now. But uh, <laughs> times have changed. Yeah, times have changed. Mm-hmm. You know, but that that's not going to last long. Mm-hmm. And why would you want a partner who can't eat? Yeah. You know, like like at some point, that was the big discrepancy. I talked to a lot of bigger investors who were investing. I was like, hey, what? Wh- wh- what do you feel like can go wrong? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we worried about the, the general partner stealing. You yeah. know, they didn't necessarily mean stealing money. They thought they, they were talking about stealing time. Like mm-hmm. they had to go on to other projects with mm-hmm. other investors mm-hmm. because they had backed themselves up into a corner. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I would rather give away more mm-hmm. and be equal to my investors. So, you know, some people, they have a problem with that. They're like, oh, we got to get eight. And I was like, well, we're not getting deals that are high risk. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sure if you're, you know, in the yeah. middle of nowhere, you, yeah. you need some type of thing towards if you get trapped in a down cycle, you got to get some high return on your money. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a city that is never going away. Mm-hmm. That city has been around for hundreds of years. It's going to be around another one in a place where you 
oceans on one side, mountains on the other, and the government stopping you from doing anything about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what, what better place to be? Exactly. You know, so let's talk about the fear out there. We have, um, you know, everybody's hearing about the, the recession and it's going to yeah. happen. When's it going to happen? Are we already in the cycle? We all have our opinions on for that. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> so I won't, I won't force my opinion on you, but where, <laughs> where do you think your asset class is going to fall? Uh, when it comes to, you know, a, a recession proof, you know, investment, if you will. Now, we're not miracle workers. I'm of not course, claiming yeah. that you are. But um, this particular segment is interesting to me because with recession, you know, if people have to pull back and mm -hmm. move out of their homes, what are they going to naturally do? Yeah, they're going to rent. They're going to rent. Right. And so is that why you've moved towards or into multifamily from single family? I think like everyone else who started off in the residential space, buying properties and, and, and selling them or holding them or renting them, it was a natural progression for me. Mm -hmm. I always, you know, just wanted those type of, you drive by, you're like, oh man, who owns that? You know, I would love to own that one day. So I think that was more, was more of a, a goal. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to get to this place. Mm -hmm. So as it relates to the recession is concerned or, or people pulling back or, or cost, I think that is natural. And, and, and I'll just say this as a personal, I'm a renter. Mm -hmm. So I've never bought my own home. Mm -hmm. I've owned a lot of real estate. Mm -hmm. And so, so again, it's kind of one of those deals where it's like, yeah, you know, progress. I like being able to pick up the phone and call and say, hey, this is broken. Could you fix it? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm a good tenant. I, we pay on time. We do this. We respect the people where we are. So as it relates to people just naturally moving to there, I think that's prominent. Mm -hmm. I think it makes sense for people to rent a really nice place for the product that people are putting out now. Yeah. Um, as opposed to in the past, you know, now there's swimming pools, gyms, business, community centers, Zoom rooms. Yeah. All, all these different amenities that go yeah. along. Life to, centers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, it's a resort now. Yeah. I think that alone, that, and I never thought rents would be where they were. Mm -hmm. To You know, like. Yeah. Ever. So that said, I don't think that's going to go away. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, I mean, I, I caught an Uber here. So yeah. that was rent. You know, mm -hmm. we rented a car. We rented a mm -hmm. home like for an Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's just a prominent place. And, you know, rather than see them as as, as apartment buildings, I see them as, as me being in the housing and the rental market. Absolutely. And as it relates to just sheer supply and demand, mm -hmm. you know, with everything I'm sure that you saw too, Blackstone, all these bigger oh, groups, yeah. you know, JP Morgan, they came through and they bought a lot of rentals. So I think that alone is taking away people's ability mm -hmm. to just go in and they're going to sell off all that sure. stuff soon. Sure. But it does matter. Mm -hmm. So that I think that's big for me as it relates to why that one, you know, and, and the other side to it too is if you buy an apartment complex and you rent for 12 months, I can make adjust. I can make adjustments to the upcoming rent, you know, as it adjusts, I can raise the rents as needed. I can hold fast and say, I want to lose these tenants. Mm -hmm. We can lower the rent if we need to. Yeah. I don't think people in the office, retail, warehouse, mm -hmm. I've been in all those all of those different assets too. Mm -hmm. You don't have that luxury. Mm -hmm. Three years, five years, 10 years, you know, some with rent bumps and things like that. If something goes bad for a business that's there yeah. and they vacate, yeah. here you are sitting on vacancies and mm -hmm. you, you can't, you can't yeah. adjust to the inflation and, and, and those recession. Totally agree. Things. So we're talking about a Reg D, right? Yes. So we have a fund here. So as an investor, let's mm -hmm. pretend like I'm an investor for sure. just a second. And I, I'm really kind of investing in you. Absolutely. Right? You so are. I understand it's, you know, it's backed by collateral. I get yeah. that. Yeah. But my investment is it. My investment is in you. Absolutely. And so tell me a little bit more about you. Why should I trust what you're going to pick is the right investment? Mm -hmm that you're going to be able to get in and out of that investment in a timely fashion right. and be able to pay me what you're hoping to be able to pay me. Tell me a little bit about you. Oh, that's first. 
for the listeners, I will say this, and, and it turns some people off, but I hate I hate to lose. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to lose money. I'm not a I'm not a gambler. I'm very safe. I'm not a I'm not a, a massive risk taker. Mm-hmm. So I literally look at something, and the first thing I'd be like, man, this thing, will this thing lose money? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to be in a situation where I've lost money. And I see every one of my investors is like, if you trust me, that's that's I take it as my money as well. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth, right? Because if I lose it, I got to pay you back. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what my paperwork says at some point, I'm going to do the right thing. So that that's huge for me. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to take a risk with your money because I'm the first investor in the fund. Mm-hmm. I have money in the fund. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that that's huge for me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people you know, me saying I don't like to lose, I think it gets mistaken because I'm a com- I'm competitive as well. I like deals and mm-hmm. I'm a deal guy. Mm-hmm. But as an investor, I always want to tell people like, look, you know what? You have to trust in the person that you're investing in because there's decisions that need to be made. And first, you want to know whether that person can make them. And the very first decision is what you said. Will he pick the right deal? Will he lose my money? What's his plan? Like, let's mm-hmm. say my money gets burnt up in this deal and it goes sideways. Is he even going to mention? Is he going to try to pay us back at any point in time in my in my life? Like like, yeah, you know, th- that's important. Yeah, I said it earlier. All business is personal. I take everything very personal. You know, this mm-hmm. is important to me and my family, and, and you have a family, so I take your family important as well. Mm-hmm. So that's huge for me. Sometimes that's not enough. Some people want to see something. I was like, yeah, for sure. I have a twenty running track, twenty year <laughs> run track record yeah. to show that I don't have a lot of losses. Mm-hmm. This will be no different for me. Okay. I won't put us in harm's way ever. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So it's good to get to know the person behind it. Now, yeah. do you have a team behind you? I do. Okay. I do. I have, <laughs> you know, I have people like Jamie. Uh, so we've reached out, you know, like I said, with Graystar, that'll be one of our team. We have uh, my advisors on Con, uh, Con Resnick, mm-hmm. you know, Mayor Gabe is some of the people that I kind of converse with about the real estate stuff and the taxes and my legal. Yeah. MGO, there are people that they're a company that we're working with for our auditing and accounting and stuff like that too. Yeah. And really more people too, because Noble. Noble Street, they're mm-hmm. they're one of the ones we're going to be looking at for our fund administration yeah. stuff and things like that. Yeah. So I have a lot of people behind me, and again, I'm always hiring investor relations people and, 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 and uh, our acquisitions people. There's a lot of training involved with them, mm-hmm. right? So you know, I've done the other way too, where I've tried to get people who are extremely, you know, they've come from other companies, and here's what we've done. But some of the things that they talk about and they point out. You know, we've talked about there's a black and white, and then there's the gray. Yeah. So there is the, you know, the spreadsheet jockeys, or that's mm-hmm. all they've ever done. But then mm-hmm. we go and we look at a deal and I, oh, we can do this deal. This is great. And I'm like, would you move here? You know, like, like <laughs> you're saying we can get a, you know, $500 rent bump. I could have all the money in the world, man. And I can't see this yeah. happening. Yeah. So as it relates to building the team, I do have people on the team and we're always, if you, if you follow me at all online, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're always have this promote, Hey, investor relations acquisitions team. And I think, so we have three people on the team now. So that they're my main people. They're okay. my go-tos. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So Jamie probably is. <laughs> Shout out to Jamie. Jamie, for sure. Jamie, <laughs> Kayla. Jamie actually is the one that probably tells me the what I need to hear mm-hmm. more so than what I want to hear. Got to have one of those around you. Yeah, yeah. So, they settle you. Yeah. You know, Jamie actually expands me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I I care so much about like I don't want to make a decision. I won't mm-hmm. make a bad decision with, with people who trust me. Mm-hmm. Jamie reminds me of, of what I'm capable of mm-hmm. and that I won't that that you like, won't put people in harm's way. Yeah. 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 She's the one to be like, Victor, why why do you still do that? You need to get over that and you need mm-hmm. to do this. And I'm like, Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for her. Yeah. And, and also, you know, my wife Sharon, she's she's actually I spend more time than, than with her than anyone else on the planet. So I think as an advisor, because, uh, you know, she's 
also been a property manager with uh, Lincoln and then Douglas Emmett. Okay. She's been on there and she's been some on their executive team and stuff mm-hmm. like that so far as some of the properties that they've managed, uh, 1,400 units, uh, 350 units, so stuff like that. Yeah. She's been on their teams. That's so she's, she's more of the organizational person. I'm the gunslinger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, you know, shoot this target. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that. We have to have them. Yeah, for we sure. We have to have those people around us. And now as an investor, how do, how do I find out about this investment? Am I going online? Is, yes. You know, or is somebody calling me? How, how do I find out more information about this? For sure. So it's bell-capital.com. Like I said, naturally, when you go there, you know, there's a get started and then you can go to the investor portal. Okay. You know, you don't have to buy anything. You can just see yeah. what we're doing. Um, that and the other way is, you know, schedule a call which some, me or somebody from my team will call people. I believe in talking to people. Mm-hmm. I want to have thousands of investors, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of times, you know, I think we're in, a, we're in an, in, an age of investor portals, crowdfunding portals where people can go yeah. there, click a button, and they don't realize that there's somebody else on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of being missed. So we do call people. Yeah, <laughs> and that's do, being yeah. missed a lot. Yeah, we do call people. And, you know, to your point, we want to be able to get on the phone, talk mm-hmm. to people and find out. Uh, we have a, we have a, Saying it was like it takes one bad investor yeah. to ruin an investment. Agree. It doesn't mean they're bad people, but sure. you know, just someone who doesn't understand. If you don't understand, I don't want you investing with us. Mm-hmm. That means we've done something wrong from explaining it to you, mm-hmm. or this isn't the right time. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Know, and that's or, just a timing issue. Ways, yeah. yeah, for sure. And these uh, Reg D, like we said before, so it it's is. accredited investors. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give the description of what an accredited investor is? Sure. What the suitability uh, requirements are? Yeah, absolutely. So for us, you know, it's uh, they make 200000 a year uh, mm-hmm. or a combined household income of 300000 a year or they have a million dollar net worth, excluding their primary home. Um, and now like, SEC has some other regulations where if you're licensed, they'll take the Series 6 yeah. and 63 and a bunch of other stuff that makes you uh, accredited. professional. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. For all you other... You know, smart guys out there, <laughs> if you have your own fund, yes, you are accredited, but you can only invest in your own fund if you're not accredited outside of your, you know, you just being an owner or operator of that fund. Yeah. But you'll talk through that with them on the phone, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure those absolutely. qualifications are met. Yeah. And that's the other reason why we want to do the Reg A fund, because we do have some people who, you know, I mean, be, yeah, no one was accredited in the beginning. You can be. One hundred ninety-nine. We had 000. to start somewhere. All yeah, of us for had sure. To start yeah, somewhere. yeah, for sure. The, the, mm-hmm. the SEC just says, "Hey, look, you know, you understand the risk." Um, so, you know, but I don't always want to have to say, "Hey, guys, sorry, we don't have anything for you." Keep it, you know, like keep us in mind. So, mm-hmm. I, I have a very targeted idea in my mind that yeah. I want to provide that for people in the future. Open, yeah. open it up to Middle America for you sure. Know, anybody to to know that you can right. invest in real estate. Right. Um, without Absolutely. giving your right and left arm, right? right? Yeah, for like, sure. You could you could get in a lower barrier to entry and, and participate in this. That's how yeah. people get started, you know. Yeah. And giving them that opportunity right. would be. How are you ever going to get accredited if you can't invest? That's right. Yeah. So how am I going to grow my nest egg? Yeah. So at that point, how can I invest? Uh, do you have? Is it cash? Is it uh, qualified Wired. funds? Is it? How yeah, do you invest? Sure. So, how do you invest? With, and and you guys are helping us a lot about this too. Like this is not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. So we tell people like, hey, you can invest through your IRA, which is you know where you all come in to be able to help yeah. help those people um primarily like now it's more about educating people like you know you can mm-hmm. you know do your wire you can come in that way you can do sure. that but primarily with us it's i'm actually now looking for people who have capital that are sitting in the ira it's not doing mm-hmm. anything for them they don't know what it's in being invested in anyways and if they want to move that over to something that we're doing yeah i, I that's going to be a very hard push for me for the next 10 years um 
you know, because I've talked to too many people that go, oh, yeah, I got money in my IRA and I don't really know what to do with it. I, I wanted to invest, but I don't know how to get started. But what they're thinking is that they have to figure it out on their own. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we want to invest with someone like you. Yeah. you know? And I'm like, okay, well, I need to have somebody because that's not an area of expertise of mine. And you don't want me to be. Yeah. But you want to have someone yeah. like you all to really be able to direct that the right way. So that's that's. That's what we're moving towards. Big Perfect. Time. Yeah, we, we do have a lot of investors that invest in real estate. It's probably, I think if you ask any self-directed custodian out there, yeah. real estate is the biggest asset held mm. in a self-directed IRA. So that said, what do you think one of the bigger questions that when people are coming mm-hmm. and they are ready to do, to, to ready to invest and they yeah. do have their IRA, what do you think one of the biggest questions that you guys get faced with a lot when you're dealing with people like so that? So probably one of the biggest myths that we have to overcome with clients is they currently have an IRA at a TD Ameritrade, a Schwab, big box, you know, right. uh, financial institution. And those big boxes, they make money off IRAs by investing that in their suite of products, right? right? And many times we as, as investors are not picking and choosing, you know, to invest our IRAs. We just kind of let it sit there because, you know, we got this tax benefit from contributing to this IRA. Right. Okay. So I didn't have to pay Uncle Sam. I paid myself and it just sits and it just accumulates and accumulates and accumulates. And they never really think about moving that into something else, mm-hmm. diversifying, right? They right. probably have a 401k plan, they have their IRA, and their IRA is just sitting, doing nothing, and paying, you know, one-tenth of one percent, which right. is you know, a whopping penny a year yeah. or something, you know, congratulations. And then companies like yours walk along, and they just put that little glimmer in their mind that, that says, hey, you know what, you can use qualified funds to invest mm-hmm. in this fund. Right. Have you considered that? As soon as you open their mind to something like that, pass them over to the preferred trust side, and then we'll educate them on how to actually move those funds into a self-directed IRA because you can't invest in alternative assets with mm-hmm. these big box shops. Absolutely. They just don't do that, right? So you have to utilize a self-directed custodian that specializes in alternative assets, that understands alternative assets. And when I say understands alternative assets, I mean that in a couple of different ways. Right. Uh, first and foremost, you can move a portion or all of your IRA into a self-directed IRA, mm-hmm. right? No tax penalty in doing that whatsoever. Right. It moves from like-minded to like-minded. Mm-hmm. And then once we have it here, then it's Pandora's box opens up. Right. There's only a couple of things the IRS says that you can't invest your IRA in, mm. and that's collectibles, which I'm pretty sure you're right. not selling those, right? We don't have any antiques here in, in San Diego. Right. Um, <laughs> and life insurance policies, right. right? So as long as we stay away from those two things, everything else, sky's the limit. Mm. And real estate is something that most people understand. They're right. either renting, they own, they have a rental property. Somewhere <laughs> along the lines, we have engaged uh, as human beings in the real estate arena. Right. right know somebody that has like all of us have touched that or have been fortunate enough to touch that but how do we remove you just said it a little while ago you know i've been a renter why because it's easy i pick up the phone i call somebody (laughs) right you keep it simple but you you spent your entire life investing in real estate right now imagine if you had invested in real estate either in a roth and all your income and your capital gains is tax-free right can you imagine not paying taxes? You live in California now, right? I do. Okay, yeah. Do. Can you imagine not paying taxes on the income of your real estate investments? Oh, yeah. It'd like, be amazing, It'd be right? amazing. It would change. It, life-changing. Yeah, for sure. Life-changing. Yeah. Or let's just say you're, you're deferring those taxes. Right mm-hmm. now you're making a ton of money, but there's going to come a time, Victor, where you're tired. Right. And you want to just sit back and make money off the money that, that you've already made. Yeah, absolutely. And you want to take distributions on that. Imagine not paying any taxes on that on the way in. And you pay it later on in life on the way out where you're not paying right. 40%. Right. Where right? you're not working hard. <laughs> so that yeah. 
that is why you know self-directed custodians are are so powerful mm -hmm. in delivering a message to people getting through to them to say hey this is out here this is an opportunity right consider it, it it's really it's like it really can be life-changing for some individuals yeah and I, I truly believe that I'm in so you know I, I'm always on some investor call you know mm -hmm. whether mine's or somebody else's just listening because I like to listen to people's questions when they're asking questions and stuff and they're all legitimate questions and they they all circle back to the lack of really understanding mm -hmm. what they actually have like mm -hmm. you said there's an IRA it's been sitting someplace can I invest through this and, you know, probably to you and to, to myself, like it's, it's you know, I've sat through numerous lectures on this, you know, and it's always amazing to me who people that I think know don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, vast and, majority don't. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, like it's such a valuable tool, whether people invest with me or not. I'm like, yeah. look, whether you invest with me or not, go invest. Mm -hmm. And if you gonna invest, learn everything that you can about the, the vehicles that you have to invest. Mm -hmm. It isn't just, like you said, real estate. It's like, hey, look, you're investing through real estate through something that's going to give you tax benefits, whether they're tax, you know, tax deferred, tax, tax deferred, free. Tax, mm -hmm. whatever. But you have to get somewhat educated because, you know, it's kind of like we say in MMA, what you don't know, you'll be beat by it. That's right. You can't always say, well, I didn't understand the rules, mm -hmm. you know, because the rules are given to you freely. And once you know the rules, you can't also complain about them. Yeah. So it's like now it's like, hey, look, you can invest through your IRA, mm -hmm. you know, and, and this is available to you. This is a rule that's been set up and it's a benefit to you. Play by it. Use yeah. it. There's people out there like yourself. And you guys have a great company. I love your team. Yeah. Um, Thank to you. be able to help with those mm -hmm. things, to be able to be openly available to ask questions and get those things done, which is why we want to work with you, because for one, just being honest, you guys responded so fast. Mm -hmm. I, I literally didn't bother to reach out to anyone else. I was like, they responded quickly. That's what I wanted. Um, and that's what we're known for. Yeah, we pick up yeah. the phone. We talk to people. You don't sit on hold for two hours. Like, we're about relationships. Yeah, that's yeah, why sure. this partnership works. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I was sold on. That. You want to talk to your clients? And so we will, do we. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality. We're not, we're yeah. not, you know, yeah, we have online presence, just like you said. But uh, the reality is, is we're going to do an intake with you. We're mm -hmm. going to make sure you understand exactly what you're doing when you move right. funds from one custodian to another. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure you understand if there are any tax consequences. We're going to make, we're going to make sure you understand exactly what you're doing before you agree to do anything. Right. Um, and then we'll be, they'll be there with you as well. So, right. you know, during that period of time that they're investing with you, I'm sure you probably have some communication with your uh, investors oh, yeah, throughout absolutely. the duration of the yeah, fund. Absolutely. And, you know, we're here as well. So if they have any questions in relation to their self-directed IRA mm -hmm. and, you know, how the funds are coming into their self-directed IRA, how they're being posted to their account, you know, contributions that they're making, distributions that they're taking, whatever it happens to be in their, their situation that they're in their life. Um, you know, we're here for them. We're definitely right. here for them and, and we'll take, we'll take very good care of them. Throughout I appreciate that. Process. that. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. No, no worries there. So they can invest with cash. Can they invest with their business? Yes, invest they can. Their they can invest okay. through their business. Trusts. As well. Yes, do you allow trusts. Okay. We do. Wonderful. And then qualified funds. So yep, qualified really funds. a diverse way of being able to invest at, mm -hmm. at Bell Capital. That's amazing. I, I wanted to make sure that if somebody has a, a vehicle or themselves, however they wanted to mm -hmm. invest, that it was taken care of, whether we did it, because we paid all the money for everybody to be able to, yeah. whatever way you want to invest is mm -hmm. done. We got the LLs, all that stuff set up. You don't have to set up and all see all this yeah. stuff. I mean, but primarily what I wanted to do was make it easy. Cause I'll, I'll be honest, I, I do not like complication yeah. at all. I'm like, as soon as things start to get super complicated, I start questioning everything and I start pulling away. I'm like, you know what? I just want it simple. That was one of the things that I wanted to make sure that if somebody talked to me, 
they were talking to a real person, you know, you're not going to talk to Steve Schwarzman, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yep. But you can talk to me. But the same way you and I are talking, we're yeah. sitting across from each other. Like, mm-hmm. like that's huge. Mm-hmm. I always tell people like, look, I'm easy to, easy to be found. Mm-hmm. Uh, our office is there. You know, mm-hmm. people I need to talk to are there. People that are on my team, people that are partners like yourself, like we're available for yeah. you. That's huge. And again, that availability is you know vital to being simple. Yeah. Right. You're listening to PTC Point of View, brought to you by Preferred Trust Company. What is uh, what's what's on the horizon for 2023 with Bell Capital? Uh, close up Fund One and move on to Fund Two, which uh, I'm going to say it here: it is going to be a reggae fund for me. Okay. Um, I I talk to a lot of investors and I and I want to go that route. Good. So I can have non-accredited and accredited investors in play and put the team in play mm-hmm. so we can actually facilitate that type of uh, a raise yeah. and move on to the type of properties that uh, we want to be in our holdings, especially over this next in 2023, 24. Yeah. I'm looking forward to to what's coming, awesome. you know, for, for what I assume that's coming. So that's what's looking forward to us, like I okay. said, uh, for us. What, uh, can, I, can I ask you to dip into the crystal ball and tell me what are you expecting to raise in 2023? In capital, um, we will have this fifty million dollar fund. We'll probably be at forty. Okay, we'll probably be at forty. So I, I think we're going to be there, um, capital raise wise, and um, that'll be deployed. Yeah, shortly after. But you know, through through specific properties that I'm looking at right now that I think we can get. That'll be a good year. Yeah, for, for you sure. and for, the investors. For our investors, primarily. Like I'll yeah. be honest on fund one. I, I'm a realist about how how this is a company is going. I don't expect yeah. to make any money on fund one and two. You know, like as a really we usually to, don't. To, We're cutting no. our teeth, making our mistakes, right? And, yeah, yeah, figuring yeah. it all out, right? Yeah, Did, I always say like your first stuff like this. Mm-hmm. That's your relationship building funds. I agree. Um, so at some point, fund two will also be another relationship building fund, which mm-hmm. would be the reggae. So getting comfortable with what the systems need to be put in place to be able to make sure that you know capital and distributions and things like that go to our investors correctly. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and reporting and all that stuff is, mm-hmm. is done the right way to whereas we can we can make sure we have the right people. But that's really huge for us. Like it's really building out the infrastructure for me right now. Yeah. At some point in my career, you know, my goal is to to go from buying the apartment buildings to later acquiring property management companies. Um, so we, you know, have yeah. that as a strength and then hopefully work with some of the, the owners that we're managing their companies if they want to partner with us and stuff like that and have us take over as operators and take some equity and, and things like that. that. That's the goal. Long-term play. I don't even know how else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's end with, let's end with this. Sure. You know, we have listeners on from preferred trust. We've got listeners that, you know, follow you, yeah. you know, what bit of advice would you give them when you're looking at investing in real estate? Just what, what was, yeah, I'm brand new to investing in real estate. Give me, give me your 2023 advice from Victor Bell. Oh, wow. I just put this out to, to, uh, to my list. Uh, don't try to do stuff by yourself. This isn't the time for you to go learn. Like this is the mm-hmm. time for you to, to latch on to somebody who, who has the time and the education, who's willing to make the investment and latch on to them. Yeah. Like, so, so too many times investors want to own hundred percent of something. Mm-hmm. But they also own 100% of the problems, 100% of the headaches, and tend to, when it's when when things aren't looking good, mm-hmm. they don't realize, and then they can walk away from this business, you know, from real estate as an investment or, or whatever, whatever, how they're going to do it, as oh that didn't work and it was bad. Yeah. But I tell everybody like, look, do not go this one alone. Mm-hmm. This this you know the whole thing that this is a team sport it took me years to figure that out. 
Um, I would have probably already been a billion dollars worth of assets had I just took my own advice 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but here we are today. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what I would tell anybody right now. Don't go it alone. You know, find somebody who knows what they're doing. If you're not mm -hmm. going to invest, listen to that person. Learn. Mm -hmm. Learn from somebody like me or somebody else who never shuts up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and just stay there and learn what you can and um, there. But if you're going to get in it, don't do it by yourself. Right. Yeah, this isn't the blindly the blind market. I think that is some great advice. <laughs> some great advice. Thank you so much for joining us Thank today. Thank you we so truly much for having appreciate me. it. For sure. Um, I really appreciate you. Again, you're welcome anytime. Thank you. Come back. We'll <laughs> talk like, some Victor's more. Victor's here again? <laughs> well, I, I definitely need to have you come back as soon yeah. as that reggae is going. Oh, right? my gosh. Because You'd that's be going to change the dynamic of, you know, yeah. opening this up to more investors and For more sure. of our listeners. So For sure. we definitely want to have you back. Well, so everybody knows I'm a pretty, uh, you know, forward, you know, I'll say it. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I'm very transparent. So I like to share what I'm learning along the way. Mm -hmm. um, I'm never going to be a guy who's not on the uptick of doing something different and expanding and growing. So so I, I welcome the opportunity to share my lessons along the way for what I'm doing. Great. So thank you for having me. I really, I really appreciate it. Not a problem. Thank you both so much for coming on today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to educate myself and all of our listeners about investing in real estate with their self-directed IRA. And to our listeners, thank you again for listening to another episode of PTC Point of View. Thanks for joining us for another episode of PTC Point of View, where retirement savers meet alternative investments. Know someone who's struggling with a retirement strategy? Tell them about our show. Can't wait for the next episode to learn more? Visit our website at preferredtrustcompany.com or give us a call at 888-990-7892.